Hello, and welcome to Trending Peoria. I'm your host and proud Peoria Unified alumna, Sarah Meredith, and I'm so eager to take you on this journey as we learn more about the importance of public education and the amazing work our staff do every day to ensure every student is prepared to not only meet tomorrow, but to help shape it as well. What's trending in Peoria Unified? School choice. In Arizona, it is not uncommon to hear about school choice, and Peoria Unified is proud to be a public school district of choice. Prioritizing student success, we offer programs that meet the needs of all students. One of the best career and technical education programs in the country is housed here in Peoria Unified. We're also home to nationally recognized arts educators, special education and gifted programs that meet the needs of all students, some of the best athletics in the state, and the award-winning Met Professional Academy. This summer, we are going to be highlighting some of the programs that make Peoria Unified the best place to educate your child, including the Heritage STEM School, Peoria Traditional School, the Met, and our Spanish Immersion Program at Santa Fe Elementary. Hello and welcome, Mr. Smith. We are so excited to have you here on Trending Peoria. To start, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and your role here in Peoria Unified? Hi, I'm CJ Smith, the principal at Heritage Elementary. Um, I have been in Peoria Unified for eight years. Prior to that, I spent 23 years in Vancouver Public Schools in Vancouver, Washington. Uh, During that time period, I taught for 10 years. I was a, a new teacher mentor for a year and a school administrator um, after that. Um, so, and I've been a principal of a K-5 school, a six, seven, eight school, and in Peoria, K-8 school. Amazing, amazing. And you mentioned that you are the very proud principal of Heritage Elementary School. To you, what makes Heritage such a special place for people to raise and educate their children? Well, I think it starts with the community and the teachers that we have in our school. As a, commu- as a community as a whole, we're a neighborhood school, so we are all walking. Um, many generations of families have kind of gone through our doors, which is pretty cool. And we also have staff that have you know, really been here for quite a while. Certainly, we have some staff turnover, like all schools, but those that do choose to leave are leaving because of different life things versus Um, uh, not feeling connected to our community. So that's where it all starts. Uh, On top of that, which is actually really exciting, which is something that I'm passionate about is, you know, answering the why of learning. So we also, as a school, um, are putting additional time and effort into figuring out how to answer that question through the lens of STEAM learning. Definitely. And for our audience, if they don't know, I'm sure they maybe have heard what STEM is, but what is STEAM and how is it different from STEM? That's a good question. When I first came to Heritage four years ago, uh, we identified as a STEM school. And as we really began looking more deeply as a leadership team and as a school team as a whole, one of the pieces you start to look at is the A in STEAM stands for the arts. And the arts represent not only the aesthetics, but also the humanities as a whole. And so when you're looking at the work we do um, in general uh, in education, the arts have to be part of what we do because the humanities inform and deepen our understanding and the, the arts themselves, the aesthetics of it, the music of it bring you know, beauty. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think something too is 
you know, I was an arts kid growing up. And so I think something that maybe is looked over at times is how much math and science play a role in the arts and especially like music, they're counting, they're learning how to work with fractions and things like that. And so it's a real integration of those things that they're maybe learning in their core classes through the arts and things like that as well. Um, Absolutely. For your average classroom, how is it a little different than what a student would experience in a traditional classroom per se? Well, one of the expectations across our campus is that for each quarter of the year, as teachers really lay out and design their um, lessons, we we create a, a curriculum map up front. And on the curriculum map, we have identified all of our essential standards that will be taught during that quarter. And we're looking for key standards that can be linked together uh, that at the end, there can be a demonstration of learning or a STEAM project that students have engaged in that either it's a project-based uh, activity, which that happens more often with our little kids, our, our younger students, or problem-based learning when it gets um, up into the upper grades. And so we're taking these essential things that we are learning and applying them to solve a problem or demonstrate our learning publicly. And that's, you know, that's woven kindergarten through eighth grade um, as part of our culture at our school. Um, to that point, CJ, can you share an example of what some of those problem-based learning activities are um, and just what that learning looks like for our students? That's a great question. So when you look at uh, where we are right now, today is our very first day of summer school, and our students are here for the Achievement Academy. Um, and we've extended the day for our students using 21st century funding to include an additional STEAM portion um, of the program for our students. So it is now one o'clock and our students are just walking out the door uh, from our summer school programming. So what we're doing each day um, it is doing problem-based learning with our students, taking what learning they've done throughout the day and trying to connect to something bigger. So an example would be uh, during our summer school, we are doing an inventors academy. And each week there's a different problem the kids are needing to solve. So the first week, uh, which is currently starting, is we are, uh, kids are designing and solving different concerns they come up with, with a multi-use hat. Next week will be uh, wearable technology. The following week will be designing a new toy. And the last week is creating a musical instrument. So using the math and the reading and the things they're learning through our Achievement Academy, uh, we're making those connections and reaching out to support from some problem-based learning through our Inventors Academy. That sounds so exciting and so fun. And just, I think too, and you kind of hit on it, it's just an added layer to what they're already learning. And it is helping um, the students to become more engaged in it and more excited about what they learn and maybe subject areas that wouldn't be their first choice, for example. Um, for for you as a principal, what are some of the um, gains that your students have going through your program and, and getting that STEAM education? Uh, when you're really looking at the benefits for our kids, what I have learned over my 31, 32 years in education, that all learners are looking for the answer of why. Why do I have to learn this? Why am I learning this? And that whole, per that the whole seeking of purpose is huge for learners. And so that's that's the very first thing. That's the biggest outcome we have for students is that 
when you're learning something in the classroom, you know that the adult that's helping you learn it is going to help you see where it applies in your real life. And so when, you're, when you think about Heritage and our STEAM program, even going back to our actual mission statement, we talk about building a stronger community by applying our learning through real world application. And so what we're looking for is not waiting for kids to figure out how to use it later, but very, being very explicit and helping them make those connections as soon as we can so that they have answered the why for themselves. That, and one that sticks with your students too, I would assume. Um, for example, if they're learning about the Pythagorean theorem, and a lot of times the answer is, why do I need to learn this? Well, because you need it for other steps. But then when they're getting to do these problem-based learnings and um, projects throughout the year, they can actually apply it to all sorts of different things that they already are doing in their real life too. Yes, that is absolutely the hope. Definitely. Um, I know you also mentioned um, the 21st century um, funding that your school gets, and I know you guys have done some pretty impressive things with that this year. Do you mind sharing um, what some of that funding has been able to do for your campus? Sure. And for folks that don't know what 21st century um, uh, funding is, it's a grant through the federal government to the state, and it allows for extended programming, so before school and after school and into summer school. Uh, to extend learning for students so that they have a, a safe place. Um, they develop uh, youth leadership skills. They continue to um, support their achievement in reading and in math. So it's got an academic focus, a youth development focus, and then, and even, even more importantly, a safe place for kiddos to be before and after school and, in, and into the summer. So using 21st century funding this past year, a couple of big things we were able to do is uh, bring together our community at large for some pretty significant family events. Um, and you know, taking consideration COVID and um, looking to bringing in you know, 200, 300 people at a time, we used our funds to support um, parent connections to our STEAM learning at, directly at the Arizona Science Center. So we actually have hosted two big events at the Arizona Science Center for all of our community, our parents and their kids, uh, with the idea that we're helping parents understand what STEAM learning is and learning alongside their students. Uh, we've that offered a whole bunch of after-school clubs and classes, including robotics, um, Lego engineering, um, some STEAM um, uh, STEAM math games and STEAM uh, reading games to make connections for kids. We offered a foodies class where kids were you know, reading and learning new vocabulary as well as applying math skills and creating recipes. So it's, a, it's, it's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, that well, that is so many different things. And I love that you brought up some of those other extracurriculars that you're able to do. Um, because again, one thing that I think is so great about any STEAM program is there's something there for every single student, no matter what their interests are. And so if they want to be an engineer or an architect or something like that, those Legos clubs are so great because they get to build and create. But if they're more interested in some of like the more humanities or the culinary, they, they have the opportunity and they can apply their learning right away into those things that they're already really passionate about. And Sarah, those were specifically our before and after school extended activities that mm -hmm. support STEAM. Uh, a couple other things that uh, people may not be aware of is being a STEAM focused school we've been able to offer some additional elective choices for our students as they move into sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And one of the uh, most significant is Project Lead the Way uh, and Gateway to Technology, which is their middle school program. 
Mm-hmm. And with that, we have um, flight and space, automation and robotics, design and engineering, and green architecture. And we rotate those offerings each year. Um, and so students have an opportunity to engage more deeply in any of those areas as part of an elective choice, which is really pretty neat for kids. That is very neat. And I think also um, as amazing as all of those options sound, it also gives those students in junior high who are preparing for high school the ability to start figuring out what it means to select their own classes and get a head start on what that looks like when they enter Ironwood um, and go beyond in their educational career. Um, CJ, before I let you go, because I know you are so busy um, just helping summer school get underway and preparing for next school year, if there is anything else you'd want to share with our community, please feel free. Also, if a parent wants to learn more about your school and is interested in enrolling their child there, where would they go for more information? Well, there's lots of ways to get information on the work we're doing. Of course, starting with our website is a great place to go, Uh, but we also have a fairly robust and active social media at our campus. And so we get you uh, families and community members can check us out at Heritage Steam Elementary School on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, we are at Heritage Steam AZ. On Instagram, we are Heritage Stem AZ. And then I also have my own principal Twitter for school, and it's at Principal Smith One. Um, so that's an easy way to get kind of keep up on what we're doing. But if folks want to have a, a, know more information, they're absolutely welcome to call the school. I'm happy to chat with anyone who has interest or questions, um, or they can schedule a time to come visit us. Amazing. And those Twitter feeds and all of your social are always so fun to watch and look at throughout the day. There are so many just great and engaging activities going on all over your campus. Um, So again, thank you so much for joining us and sharing a little bit more about what Heritage STEAM has to offer. Well, thank you for providing this opportunity. It's a pretty amazing school and we're working really hard to help kids answer that question of why do I need to learn this? Amazing. Thank you for listening to another episode of Trending Peoria. As always, you can learn more about the programs we spoke about in this episode at peoriaunified.org slash trendingpeoria. If you liked what you heard, please rate us, leave a review, and check out our companion podcast, The Progress Report, which comes out quarterly. Trending Peoria is made possible with the support of the Peoria Unified School District's communications team, comprised of Danielle Airy, Aaron Dunsey, Jacob Stanek, Natalie Zenobiev, and our producer, David Colley, and host, Sarah Meredith.